What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Unsolicited with Sam and Jordan. I am Sam, this is Jordan, and we are just ready to rock and roll today. We got so much in store for you today. We have a very special Taylor Swift episode for everybody who is interested, but before that, we have other things to talk about. Jordan, how are you doing today? I'm doing so good. It was a great day. I got to make a super fun announcement today that I'm going to be doing some content for PHLY Sports, um, part of the All City Sports Network. Um, so I'm going to be making sports content for them, covering all Philly sports. So um, if you like my Philly sports content, make sure to follow them there at PHLY uh, underscore sports everywhere. Um, and I've been holding that in for a couple of weeks now. So I'm so excited that I got posted and finally started today. So yeah, I, I cannot complain. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm so excited for you. First Thank of all, you. when you told me about this, I was ecstatic. I'm Thank so you. excited for Jordan to get into the mix of making sports content again. And not that you weren't before, but, but in a more branded way. Yeah, exactly. And today is November 1st, um, so we just had Halloween, but in my eyes, uh, November 1st means the start of Christmas. Um, I know that that's not everyone's thought. I know a lot of people will say that that's Thanksgiving slander, but in my mind, it's Christmas time and Thanksgiving acts as a very good uh, rehearsal dinner, if you will for Christmas. And that's, that's just me. Not Thanksgiving is the rehearsal dinner. <laughs> I'm very, so I consider, ah, oh, it's so weird because I feel like I'm like an awkward hybrid of like mm -hmm. November 1st is Christmas. Cause I do think that November and Thanksgiving are part of the greater holiday season mm -hmm. and I definitely like I start Christmas shopping I don't mind putting up my tree before Thanksgiving like I'm all for that but my mind does break it up like Thanksgiving is coming first yeah. and then it'll be Christmas but I still think that Thanksgiving and Christmas or Hanukkah whatever you celebrate yes. is all a part like this is holiday season and it does start November 1st. Exactly. The holidays. Yes. It's multiple holidays, including Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, if you want to throw that in there, yes. Thanksgiving. And I I was in the city yesterday. Baby, the wreaths are up. Shut the Christmas up. Christmas lights are up. I literally They were up yesterday on Halloween. Yes. Yes. I was in the city on Halloween. They were up. I went, I drove by the Macy's or I was on the bus. We drove by the Macy's. Um, and then I get on the bus on fifth Avenue. So like it's all the fancy stores. The coach store had their wreaths up. The oh. Burberry store had their wreaths. It was, a, there's nothing, nothing like New York and Christmas. It's a very special thing. So when I saw that and yesterday was Halloween, I was like, this is this is, I'm going to thrive. I'm going to thrive. I, I just love it so much. I have one remark though about Halloween this year. I feel like it didn't actually exist. And do you know, 
and I'm a Halloween, you know, I'm a Halloween girly. I am a fall girly. This is my favorite time of year. I I'm wearing a bulky knit sweater with mom jeans and platform converse. Like this is my season. If fall was a person, it would be me. Mm -hmm. And I love Halloween. And I feel like Halloween this year, like not even for me, I didn't do anything, but like watch movies and everything, but we didn't go out. We didn't do much. Um, but I feel like for the children, Halloween was erased this year. And there were so many TikToks of people like our age, like you and Michael, like who just bought a house and sat out on the stoop and had a bowl of candy and no one came like, where are the children? And now I'm hearing that New York city had the wreaths up on Halloween. And I'm getting a little nervous for my future here because I don't want Halloween to turn into one of those forgotten holidays. Halloween is sacred. And I think everyone should start taking it a little more seriously. I agree. I agree. I I mean, I have to go on the record and say, Michael and I had a Halloween party this past weekend. We dressed up and everything. I was Rapunzel. He was Flynn Rider. You looked Um, amazing. Thank you. I told everybody who was coming to the party, they had to dress up. I like my brother was going to show up without anything on. And I was like, put on a sports jersey mm-hmm. and be a baseball player. I don't care. You have to dress up. We had a costume contest and everything. Like, that's so cute. I love it. I love dressing up for Halloween. And I love, I literally woke up at 7 a.m. The, the party started at 7 p.m. I decorated and cleaned for 12 hours. <laughs> so just goes to show. And also, I think that it's unfortunate that people that, like, don't have children and stuff in their neighborhood, the neighborhood that Michael and I live in is only children. So when I tell you we have to just stand outside with the bowl, there is no ringing of the doorbells. It is, uh, like... That's my dream. It is, like, it's people drive to our neighborhood to trick-or-treat. So like, yeah, like my, but like I was talking to my mom who we live, like my parents live a mile away from us. Um, it like literally five minute drive. She said she got six kids, like nothing. It's just our neighborhood is just, there's an elementary school around the corner. Like it, it is, it's a huge kids neighborhood. So it was flooded, flooded. So thankfully we kind of had a good like trick or treating kind of day. But I know a lot of people don't really have that, which is, like, so weird to think about. It is. And, like, even the neighborhoods, it's so weird because, like, I'm still in the town um, that I grew up in. And when I was growing up, we knew, like, what neighborhoods were the neighborhoods to go to. And even them, like, my boyfriend lives in one of them now. And, like, he said, like, they're not getting half the kids that they got, like, when he was younger. And it's just, it's crazy to me. And I I understand the trunk or treat stuff for safety reasons and everything. But I feel like we should solidify, like, at least some neighborhoods, like, as Halloween neighborhoods. Just because, like, I just feel like trick-or-treating when I was growing up, it was so special. And kids today deserve that. That was, like, such a moment. And you got your pillowcase and you ran around the neighborhood. And you were growing up with your parents. And then you had that first Halloween where you got to go on your own with your friends. And it it felt like the magical i was like this is adulthood like i've made it in life yeah and i know i'm very familiar with this you're very familiar with this being in jersey but 2012 was sandy and hurricane sandy hit and it took halloween away from us that year and that was i was a junior in high school i think 
And I, I told myself like that year, I was like, okay, this is the last time I'm ever going to trick or treat. And they took that from me. So I didn't know, like when I actually trick or treated for the last time, I didn't know it was my last time. So like, I was like all ready to go. And Chris Christie, who wasn't even my governor, he's your governor. He was like, Halloween's canceled. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like I was devastated. Yeah. devastated i know that wasn't the biggest devastation to come out of that hurricane but for me it was, was very sad it was a big one i think it hurt people because like i was in an area that like got like it rained and our power flickered but like we didn't really get hit so for us like i feel like we were getting all the ramifications from like other towns that were getting hit and i was just stuck in this in between because i was like well i'm gonna have to go to school tomorrow and i don't get halloween so how is this fair like oh my god you had to go to school i'm pretty they canceled it for like a day or two but we went back like pretty quick oh i was we were out for like two weeks i mean two weeks we live on an island so like it was bad it was like devastatingly bad for us yeah no, we're down the shore but i'm like yeah an hour from there so that, they got wrecked i know that and i there's some of the bars that i've been in that literally they'll have a line like drawn around the bar and they're like this is where the water came up to in sandy and in some places it's like literally taller than me so i know how bad the shore areas in jersey got wrecked but i'm like an awkward inland between mm. philly and um the shore so for us, it was fine. Like I said, th- this was really, <laughs> I just forgot about this until right now. Like I said, yes, it was a national hurricane. It was like, a, not a national, it was a hurricane. There was like a weather advisory, like do not leave your houses. This day school was closed. All, my Both my parents were home. Like everyone was cut from work. Like no yeah. one was supposed to leave their house. But like I said, it was just like a normal rainstorm for us. And me and my dad were in the house and we were like, damn. We could go for McDonald's. But me and my father got in the car and drove to every reasonable McDonald's and every single one was closed. Yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ, everyone's taking this thing like really seriously. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, it was bad. I remember sitting on the gas line to get gas for your car and for your generators. Like, like we were there for hours. Yeah. It, It was bad. It was really bad. But circling back to Halloween for a second. Um, <laughs> so we had this party this past weekend and, you know, we were enjoying ourselves, you know, having drinks and everything like that. So um, it wasn't until I was a few drinks in that my friend decided to announce to the party that Matthew Perry had died. And I was like, that's not real. Like, you're fucking with me, basically. And unfortunately, it is true. And um, as someone who's watched Friends several times in their mm-hmm. life, um, this is a really horrible death. And like, really, it's like hitting hard for me for some reason. No, I feel it in my chest because Chandler Bing, like I grew up watching Friends with my mom where like I wouldn't like really know what was going on, but it was just always on. Like she rewatched it religiously. And then when I got older, I think I was in high school when I sat down and rewatched it fully for the first time. And I was just like, wow. And it's the same thing. It's like a very similar new girl situation where I just kept like, once you watched it through all the way once, I would just put it on and then restart and I'd fall asleep with it, wake up a season in and then just start over again. Like it was just on a constant loop. And Chandler Bing was literally my first crush. Mm -hmm. Like I 
just was in love with his character as like a awkward high schooler. And I just, I adored him. He brought me so much joy. He brought so much to the show. Um, I literally joked, like I joke all the time that my relationship feels very much like a Monica Chandler relationship. And every time I see memes and clips of them, like I always send it over. So it's, it's very hard. And I think it's weird because we've had major like losses in in music and actors for our life, but this one hits different for some reason. And I can't explain why it's the tragedy of it. It's like, you know, the way that he died and everything. And then like, I know that people, I don't know if he was under the influence at all when he did die, but he had like a severe drug problem and drinking problem. And like, so people are wondering if that had something to do with it and everything. And it's like, you also like remember like how close all the like cast members still are to this day. And like, I know they put out just like a regular, just like a joint statement, but like, I cannot even imagine like them getting that news and like finding out and then like, like I'm sure some people found out through like the media, they didn't get a call from anybody. Like it's like very upsetting. And like, like you said, Chandler Bing is like one of the most iconic characters from the nineties. And like Michael and I still quote, there's like a part where after Chandler and Monica have gotten married in friends. And this is not a spoiler. If you haven't watched friends yet, that's your problem. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But, like, he says something really stupid to her, and she just, like, gives him a look, and he goes, no? Divorce? And Michael and I say that to each other all the time. (laughs) So, like, it's just, like, it's a really sad, like, news to get. Especially on, like, a Saturday night when most people are, like, having a Halloween party and trying to enjoy themselves. I saw one video of a couple literally dressed up as Monica and Chandler at a Halloween party, and the news broke. Um, but no, and I did see that there, cause my first thought too was like, oh no, like, was it? Cause at first I just heard he passed and I was like, what the hell is going on? He's 54. Like yeah. my parents are like the same age. Like mm-hmm. I was like, that just feels very, very scary. Um, so, and my, my mind did immediately go to, oh my God, was he using again? Like did, yeah. did something happen? But everything I've seen so far, there wasn't drugs at the scene. There was nothing in his system. Um, I've seen a lot that it could have potentially been cardiac arrest that led to him oh, falling shit. into. And like that could have been from the drug mm-hmm. use prior, which is really, really sad because he worked so hard to get clean and and he did. Um, so it's just awful. It, I, and like you said, going back to like the friends cast, like I cannot, and the statement they put out, it was short and sweet. It said what it needed to say. Um, but I cannot imagine what they are feeling right now. Yeah, no, it's incredibly sad. And it's like, not the way we really want to like start our episode off, but like, we we had to we had to discuss and and it's talk too about big of a it. Loss. Yeah. So sending you know love thoughts prayers everything out to you know his family and the, the cast of friends and everything like that. It's just a really just overall very sad. And now I'm nervous because these things always come in threes and like I'm like worried. I know about what's gonna happen. I also I feel so weird because. I feel like friends and not just like, I know this is like a universal thing. If you're a friends person, it's your comfort show. Like you watch it 
when things go wrong to feel better. So I think that's another thing that's hitting hard. Cause like, I feel like if I get in one of these moods, I'd be like, Oh, like I'll just watch friends to cheer me up. And now like, yeah, it hurts too much to watch friends right now. That's I've never had a moment where I'm like, friends won't make me feel better. That is one of the saddest things I've ever heard. Right. Did you that see the apartment? Oh, I, I like, oh, I it can't hurts. Even. It hurts. I can't even, but we're just going to, you know, bring that, bring that topic to close. Um, I'm happy that we were able to talk about it though. Yes. But now it's time to delve into some of the crazier things that are going on in life. Yes. Um, including the fact that there is drama within the Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift relationship um for the first time since they've become very public um i really had no idea what was going on at first when this came out um but travis kelsey's pr manager i think her first name is pia i can't remember her last name um but she reposted something her friend posted for her birthday with a clown emoji on top of taylor swift's face saying this is our roman empire and just like She's just gone completely private. It's like completely shut everything down because, Miss Ma'am, what what are you doing? Yes. I literally saw this all unfold. And I turned and I went, hmm, aren't your PR managers supposed to prevent things exactly like this from happening? Yes. And now it's the PR manager's fault that this is going on and I've seen so much come out since where she's like I didn't mean it in the way it looks it was it was just an innocent emoji it was a random emoji but I I'm sorry I don't think that that's true that uh, you know exactly what the clown emoji means and if you wanted a random emoji use like a square sorry uh, or, you, don't, yeah. you don't put a clown over Taylor Swift's face and expect People not to look too much into it, especially when there was all these reports of like Selena Gomez saying that she wasn't it. She didn't think that the uh, Taylor and Travis relationship was healthy. And then immediately after uh, Travis's PR person is putting Taylor with a clown emoji, like all these things adding up together. And you're like, what the hell is going on? So I don't think she can sit there and say it was innocent. I didn't mean anything by it. I think you did. And I think you should own up to it. Um, and I also think Travis should get a new PR manager. <laughs> probably Sorry. he's probably already on this. Like, you know, like he definitely, you know, if what we're feeling like his feelings are to Taylor are true, I can't imagine that he keeps his woman around unless yeah. she's fantastic at her job. Which but, she can't be because she's supposed to be preventing the drama and she's exactly. causing the drama. Exactly. So for our visual watchers, here is what we are referring to. So that's her Pia. Mali Mahili or something like that um and she posted this that her friend posted it like she didn't create this but she reposted it like thinking I, I don't know I and like I guess why they use this picture because that's her behind Taylor yeah but like so like just a bad look it really really is and if all she was trying to do was like like I said, block Taylor's face. And that's her claim that it was supposed to be super innocent. She was just trying to block Taylor's face to show off Pia. Fine. Don't use the clown emoji. It's <laughs> mean. It looks mean. It gives mean girl energy. It has it written all over this. Yeah. All around. Just like, I, 
I remember seeing like other things about her. Like she, there was something with um, Des Moines with her. Like she like commented or like something else had happened in the past. I can't even remember what it was. So it probably wasn't even that important. But like the reason why we know who she is is because there's been other things that have been happening with her. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, a good PR manager, you probably have no idea who they are. Yes. Or it's the opposite. Like we all know Tree Payne for Taylor Swift. But we all know her because she's so good at her job. Like, very, I, good, at her. very good at her job. Like, it's opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, I would also, I would also argue though that like people like us who are very deep into this know who Tree Payne is. But like a surface level Taylor Swift fan doesn't know who Tree Payne is. You know what? I forgot we're crazy for a second. <laughs> that also makes I'm just sense. like yeah, Tree, and like yeah. other people are probably like, who the fuck is Tree? tree. <laughs> You know what? You right. You right. <laughs> Wait, before we get off of this, I also saw something and I don't know in what way the connection actually is, but Pia is affiliated and has worked with um, the one who shall not be named, but I have to say it, Scooter Braun. Scooter Braun. Mm -hmm. so, I did see that. That also, red flag. It's just sprinkling in sprinkling in the scariness of it all um but speaking of travis kelsey obviously we have like yet to really delve into football recently i feel like we yeah, have been starving the people who listen to this podcast for the nfl so before we get into the meat and potatoes of this entire episode just a little nfl is a treat yes. just a little bit the trade deadline was this week. We had yeah. some interesting moves. What was your what was your favorite move from the NFL trade deadline? Kevin Bayard to <laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs> Are we shocked? Um, no, I really, I really loved that trade, and uh, we needed like secondary help so yes. bad. Um, mm -hmm. And I was waiting for. Uh, we signed Julio Jones out of nowhere, and I was like, okay, sure, why not? Um, didn't see it coming felt like the most random thing ever and then I was like okay Howie do something do something and then I literally landed from I flew from Jamaica to Philly landed in Philly the Phillies game was on and I saw the news that we got him like while I was in the air and I was like oh sick yeah. um and I was getting a little greedy I was like posting yesterday and I was like what are the Eagles gonna do and everyone was commenting they were like what more do you want them to do like <laughs> well you also had a big philly sports day on tuesday as well after james harden got traded to the clippers so like yeah. that that sparked off the day for philly fans yeah <laughs> i really thought i really just i didn't think how he was gonna do anything until james harden got traded and i was like now how he's just gonna be mo and i bet he was calling i bet he was doing things but um, overall, nothing came through. Um, I can tell you the trade that I liked the least um, was Chase Young uh, to the 49ers because yes. of what the fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know their offense is struggling a little right now, um, but that defense is absolutely terrifying. You have Bosa and Chase Young back together now. Washington also traded away Montez Sweat. Yeah, um, to the Bears. I know. Like, Chase Young went from Washington to 49ers. Can you imagine? And then there's Montez Sweat, who went from, like, garbage to bigger. Hotter garbage. garbage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, literally, like, I, for a while, I thought the Montez Sweat was going to be, like, the biggest thing of the day. And then 
my favorite was Josh Dobbs going to Minnesota. I am a big Josh Dobbs supporter this you past are. year. If he was staying in Arizona and Kyler started to, you know, make his progress and say he was going to be coming back, I was going to be like, no, 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 Kyler, sit down. You're not coming in. I know you just have all this money, but you're not coming in. I am I am big on Josh Dobbs, and I know that the Cardinals are one of the worst teams in the league in terms of records, but, like, you can tell Josh Dobbs leaves it all out on the field. Like, he's got to do what he's got to do. He's making do with what he has, and I know he's not starting. I know Jaron Hall is the starter for Minnesota right now after RIP Kirk went down. Yeah. Big heartbreak there as well, um, but – Nonetheless, I love Josh Dobbs in Minnesota, and I can guarantee that he's going to be playing at some point. Like Jaron Hall cannot hold on to this starting job. I no. can't. I can't see it happening. I honestly, by next, I feel like they're just not going to start him because he like just got there. So they're like, sure, we'll go with him for this week. He knows all the plays. I honestly think by next week, it, it's going to be Dobbs. I would be shocked if it wasn't. Yeah, I um, agree. And then poor. Speaking of Arizona. Poor Arizona. Have you seen their depth chart after trading Josh Jobs? Oh, no. It is literally, um, I think his name is Clayton Toon, fifth round uh, rookie quarterback um, who has a total of four passing yards. Four. Um, so he's their starter. Um, the only person behind him is Kyler Murray, who is... <laughs> Still oh my god, they have to pick somebody up they like now. Need, exactly. Their depth are up until I literally just double checked to see if they signed anyone. It is just the two of them. Like that's it. So Kyler is not healthy, right? No, it literally has a big O next to it's Clayton Toon, oh. Kyler Murray out. They gotta pick up somebody before Sunday. There's no way that they let that kid go in there with no backup. Right? Like, and I'm sure they have an emergency quarterback, but like, why would you want to turn to that? Like, just there, Carson Wentz is available. And find then, someone, yeah, find someone out on the wire, whatever, free agent, and just pick them up because you don't, you can't have this poor man. Clayton, his name is Clayton Toon. I'm going to pray for Clayton Toon. Who do the Cardinals play this weekend? I don't know. I I'm don't so know. afraid. <laughs> I'm so afraid. Who is it? Tell me, tell me. Oh. Oh, Clayton oh. Toon is dead. He oh, is no. dead before it's even over. Oh, no. He's going up against the Cleveland Browns defense. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. God. I'm telling you, who's the GM for the – I don't even know who the GM for the Cardinals is, but GM for the Cardinals, know. Jonathan Gannon, whoever you want. Like, just pick up this man, pick somebody. Up, pick up anybody. Please. Anybody. For the sake of his life. I can't believe, like, they traded Josh Jobs, what, it's been two days? No, has it been a day? Tech, when this comes out, it'll be two days. Yeah, okay, well, still, hopefully by the time this episode comes out, the Cardinals <laughs> have another backup quarterback. <laughs> well, speaking of quarterbacks, and uh, uh, we had a couple benchings today. We had some firings. Yes. Let's talk about the downfall of the Raiders. Um, yep, love good, to talk about that. We love talking about the downfall of the Raiders. Absolutely. Um, Josh McDaniels, fired. Dave Ziegler, GM, fired. Jimmy G, sitting down. Aiden O'Connell, in. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, fuck. I literally said before the season started, I said Jaden. Uh, Jaden. I just mixed their two names, like, together. <laughs> Jaden, the quarterback room in Vegas. Jaden O'Garoppolo. <laughs> 
No, I literally said that Jimmy G was going to be benched, benched for Aiden O'Connell by week six. And I'm a, I'm like two weeks off. But pretty close. it happened. It happened. I was I was almost on par there. Yeah, no, that the the Raiders are falling apart, and you know who they play this weekend? The Giants. Oh my god, and, you guys could get a win, right? Like I have this like all of a sudden like incredible confidence, and I'm like, oh, we are beating the Raiders. Like, are you starting Mr. Devito again? I believe we are. He has been officially signed to our roster. The most Italian man. Like it was like, in terms of Italian quarterbacks, you had like Ben DiNucci. Now Tommy DeVito. <laughs> yeah. No, literally, I was watching him. And granted, it was a historically awful football game. He had I'm negative so one sorry. passing yards. Negative one. And I remember <laughs> Brian Lilly pulled up the stats. And he goes, dude, the Giants have negative four passing yards. And they're winning. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That game was a lot for me. I'm no, not going to lie. But I want to say... Seeing DeVito on the back of a New York Giants football jersey, I hope this man holds the future of your franchise in his hands. And I don't know if he does. I don't know if he has it in him. However, I am rooting for him harder than I've ever rooted for anyone ever because the New York Giants having Mr. DeVito as their quarterback, it the script writes itself, okay? He's from Jersey, too. Like... I, I think of course he's from, he is. Why I wouldn't he from, be? Yeah, exactly. Like, where else would this man be yeah. from? Um, I think it's Livingston he's from. I don't even know where, that, know is. where that is. He probably grew up either a Giants or a Jets fan. Probably. Livingston probably. sounds like North Jersey. Yeah, but either way, I am putting my life in this man's hands <laughs> with his giant gold chain that has a TD on it. In Immaculate. Even when we had him like in all, all like in the off season, and I saw him like on like practice squad and like practicing, with, I was just like, "Oh, I love this man." Yes. I hope I never see him. Here we are, but here, amazing, amazing. And we're gonna pummel the Raiders. I'm I'm just gonna come out and say it. I think if this, if that doesn't happen, I'm gonna look like a big old stupid head. I think it's. I think we have a, a good chance. Sam, this is. There are few weeks that I feel comfortable rooting for an NFC East rival. The Cowboys never, never, ever, 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 except I think last year they were playing the 49ers towards like the end of the year. And I needed the 49ers to lose like in those situations. Sure. But But you're not rooting for them to win. You're rooting for the other team to lose. lose. Exactly. Um, So Cowboys realistically never giants commanders like if they deserve it, which they sometimes do, because you feel too bad for, the for them. Dude, I low-key, I do too. It's it's fine. We don't talk about it. Um, but oh. this week, I am the biggest Giants fan. I just want them to get this one immaculate win with Danny or Danny. <laughs> Danny DeVito. So sorry for anyone listening on audio right now. (laughs) 
Oh man. Oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> With Danny DeVito. I mean, it makes sense. You're thinking Daniel Jones, Tommy DeVito. It may, you, that there was. It makes yeah. sense. Oh my god, that was hysterical. I'm sweating. Oh. Oh. All right, DeVito. where were we? <laughs> my incredibly Italian starting quarterback, Danny DeVito. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god what else happened um, um that was really it yeah that was really it um that was like some of the biggest news of the week in terms of nfl and i mean we're entering the the, the second half of the season already like that makes me so sad it goes by way too fast i know and i know and then like while it's happening i'm like i want to die no literally I hate I'm everything like, about this. Every NFL season, I'm like, years are being taken off my life. And then it ends, and I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. February comes around, and I'm like, well, what do I do now? Literally. Like, I have a whole last day on the weekend now. I know. I'm like, what the That's heck? what I said. I was trying to explain to a non-football-loving friend that, especially now working, like, nine to five in an office, which this is mm-hmm. the first time I've worked, like, full-time in person. I yep. was like, it's so weird only having one full day off. And she was I like, know. what do you mean? You have two. And I said, no, I don't. Because everything has to be done Saturday because I'm not doing anything Sunday. Yep. Yep. No, I when I work Sundays for work, I love working on Sundays because I actually have Friday off. Mm-hmm. So, like, I actually get two days off. That's so and nice. Like, like, this 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 week, I have two days off. And I'm like... <laughs> Okay, I'm excited. I can get things done on Friday. I'm considering going and getting my hair done on Friday. Oh, and I'm, like, I'm getting my hair done next week. Oh my god, new hairstyles. I might do something drastic, so. Really? I'm still debating. So normally, this time of year, I just bring my roots all the way down and I go full chocolate brunette. The bleach is underneath. It lightens up naturally until summer. And then I'll go again in the summer and get it like lightened all nice and pretty. Then that grows out, and it's just this constant rotation. But I've really been liking my hair, and I don't know what to do. I I won't say in case I don't do it, and then you guys are going to call me a coward. But I'll tell you, Jordan, on the side, what I'm thinking about doing. <gasps> it's more like I'm just nervous because I have a wedding next year, and I don't want to mess anything up. That's so fair. I don't I don't want anybody to know yet until it actually happens. <gasps> oh, my God. Okay, well, I... Let's just end the show now so you can tell me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's everything that happened in terms of the NFL this week. Um, so now we, we can talk about Taylor Swift. We can talk about Taylor Swift. Just so everyone knows, we've like completely given up on quick picks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fully. <laughs> or like, like we seriously were just like, we just stopped doing it. And now it's like, well, we can't start up again. It's Yeah. I think it was like we missed weeks for like whatever reason and then when we came back we just didn't do it um but it's okay because i mean given the last three weeks of the nfl anyway um i i get like three picks right every week it's been absolutely insane no in my actual quick picks league that i'm doing like i am not doing well i just no not at all but we have another release, another Taylor's version to go over, 1989, a stunning album, really. A stunning one. Perfect and from I top have, to bottom. 
beautiful. I have an unopened package here. This is my 1989 vinyl that I must have blacked out and purchased because I don't remember buying it. Um, and apparently I put that out on TikTok and apparently it happened to a lot of people. So I figured I told Jordan that I was going to wait to open it. So yes, please start telling me about how you feel about this album while I rip this open. So I want to, I, I, this album, I was a little, not nervous. That's not the right word, but I loved 1989 when it came out. It was my anthem. I listened to it religiously. Uh, Darling, I'm a nightmare dressed as a daydream was my homecoming caption. My junior year of um, high school, obviously love, love. Um, I love this album. However, like when I rank all of my albums, 1989 is usually six for me. Like it's just out of my top five. Um, I am like a, a folklore. Midnight's is my Bible. Um, <laughs> yes. Literally. Like no. I, I have two versions of Midnight's in my top five albums of the year, um, which is disgusting. Um, but yeah, no. So I love Midnight's. I love Red. Um, I love Reputation. And I always like love 1989, but it wasn't one of my favorites which sounds fucked up because listening yeah, to no. this re yeah like listening to this re-recording this album is genuinely the pop bible yeah, there, no, it's amazing it it is perfectly written perfectly produced and i saw so many people complaining about like oh she changed this slightly she added a beat here i loved every change that she made like i thought it elevated like this album to me is so much more improved. Her vocals sounded so crisp. Oh, they were crispy. Bored. They were so crispy. And the raspiness in her voice. And I don't know if I can say this on here. Can I say see you next Tuesday? Sure. Okay. This album is so cunty in the best way possible. Like, she got so petty with it. It was fantastic. Like, I don't know. I just loved it. And this is my favorite set of alt tracks I've ever heard ever um, because it gives me Midnight's vibes. I'm pretty sure I used See You Next Tuesday um, when we were talking about Speak Now. So now Perfect. we're- No, we definitely did. We definitely did. I, was, I described, I think I can see you in that way. Yes. But, all right. Well, first things first. I am slightly disappointed. I don't have any black confetti. <gasps> that, that was going to be my first question. I'm sad. I'm sorry. It's okay. I was very, I thought that I would, and I thought that I was going to get a, a reputation Easter egg here, but unfortunately, just blue. Just blue. But <gasps> it's okay. Here it's she okay. is. She is stunning. She is so beauty. She beautiful. is great. What color um, vinyl did you get? I don't know. This is the journey that we're going on together right oh, now. I am so happy to be here right now. No, because I when I tell you I blacked out and bought this, when I got the email saying that this was on a way, I opened it up and I said, what the fuck did I order? And I opened it up and it was like one Taylor Swift final. And I was like, okay. Oh, sure. <laughs> Are you giving this to me for free? And then I like went through my bank statement and I was like, oh yeah, no, I purchased this. <laughs> Um, but here we are. The back is beautiful as well. We have our screaming Taylor. So cute. All right. Moment of truth. What color did I get? How do I open this? Oh, here we go. 
The anticipation is killing me. Oh my god, so beautiful. I love it so much. Oh, she blew. <gasps> I was gonna. Pre- I should have said it out loud. I was. I knew you would have gotten blue. You are such a blue girly. I am a blue girly. You're such I was, a blue girly. I remember feeling slightly towards the tangerine. Yeah. Um, but I physically, this is like my entire personality. Yeah, no, and it. that's like I feel like that shade is even it's your gorgeous. shade. Yeah. This entire the aesthetic of this entire album is so good. Like I loved it. I'm a huge beachy girl, as oh, you know. Wow. And for people that don't know, like my entire wedding is like beachy themed yes. and like blue themed. Her favorite so. movie is like Finding Nemo. It it a hundred percent is. Um, this is stunning. No, it really is. I so was not expecting it because I always pictured 1989 as a city album. But I yes. love, love. I guess I should have known with the seagulls and everything. She did hint at that. Um, yeah. But I am loving the vibe. No, I 100% love it as well. And I actually did get the cardigan. Thanks to Mama Cardona, who purchased it for me for Christmas as a Christmas gift. Um, because it's beautiful. It is. Like, I was like, I don't need this. But, but I you do. I have a feeling, though, that you're going to get the reputation cardigan. If there is a cardigan, but there should be. There should be. If there is, I, ha- I have the red one, um, which was necessary. Um, yeah. I will regret every day of my life not getting the folklore one. Agreed. Um, but I I have seen a like dupe on TikTok that I really may purchase. I have a fake folklore cardigan that I got on Etsy. Yeah. It's it's very nice. It's very obviously not the same when you actually have one. Yeah. But, but also that may same. be better for me because I get so scared to even wear my cardigan. Um, because I'm so scared something's gonna happen to it. So like I feel like it's like a novelty. So I feel like maybe getting the dupe will be more fun because I won't be as afraid to like have something happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel ya. But overall, first of all, crazy fo- uh, vault tracks, which we will get to because I do want to rank them the same way that we ranked the Speak Now vault tracks yep. um back in the day. Back in <laughs> when was that? Back July. Oh yeah, July 9th. Yeah. Um <laughs> But, um, yeah, I listened, like, when it first came through, like, listening to the folk, the, sorry, the vault tracks, then I went to the, the top with Welcome to New York, and I was like, okay, like, vibing out, vibing out, style, out of the woods, blank space, they go so fucking hard, dude. For, For what? For what? I'm sorry. If Shake It Off wasn't overplayed on the radio, everyone would fucking love that song. And I was listening to it today. I I don't know if I'm getting old or if this song is just actually a masterpiece, but I I love it. I love it. I'm not afraid to say it. Like, and of course, you know, like Wildest Dreams, This Love, um, you know, all those songs, they're fantastic. But the bops that came out of this are absolutely insane. And I know people were talking about how like they didn't like style like they said that it wasn't like they were like oh yeah queen give us nothing and i'm like this girl is putting everything into this song she put right her now. whole like, tape into yeah. this entire <laughs> I album say that, but i knew i was gonna mess it up <laughs> <laughs> i was like i'm gonna try and say that and it's gonna come out like a crazy word so i'm not even gonna try so thank you for reading my mind but literally 
I was like, this, I've just been listening to it. Like I am uh, like, how long ago did this come out? Like 10 years years? ago? Yeah. I mean, I was 18. I was in college. This was, I was in college and it was my freshman year of college when this album came out. And I was just like, "Mm." oh, so it must've been my senior year of high school. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. It must have been. 2015 then. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was. I remember feeling like so super pumped about it. And I, and at that point in time too, I wasn't buying music. I was illegally downloading music. So I was sitting there illegally downloading 1989 Taylor's version. Sorry, Taylor, that I didn't purchase the original, but here I am purchasing your version. So I think that I can go on the record here and say that that's okay. Yes. No, it's balanced out now. It's balanced out, but I, the, oh, and I did put this on TikTok as well, but I know places, which was back in (laughs) literally, literally. Did you stop? I was listening to it with Robbie. We literally heard it, looked at each other, rewound. Went back. Correct. I was like, what experience did she just take my body on? No, I was... And I'm pretty sure if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, I Know Places was one of my top three surprise songs that I wanted to get before we went to the Iris tour. And because I was like, could you imagine that live? And she did end up singing it. But the recording of it to have that much energy put into it with the with the growl and like the rasp. Girl, I need it. girl inject that. And we run into my veins. It was fantastic. I wanted to play on a permanent loop in my brain. I just all around really, really amazing. And I know we'll talk about this more in the vault tracks and stuff, but like Harry Styles, dog, you're dead. You're dead. RIP Harry Styles. I'm a literal Harry Styles fan. Oh, yeah. Dog, dog you're dead. Yeah, no. So dead. He is in. Time out. I thought it was so funny. I saw some posts that were like, um, we really thought that we were going to get style featuring Harry Styles or just a collab of right. with Harry Styles of some kind. And instead, he got all too well. <laughs> he literally did. Really did. He literally did. Taylor Lautner is officially the best boyfriend of the bunch. He's the uh, only like good one. No, literally. You know, I saw TikTok and I don't know, you know, you know, there are some songs that we don't know, like who they're about or whatever, but I saw TikTok and I must be just like a horrible Taylor Swift fan because I either forgot about this or didn't even know about it, but she dated Alexander Skarsgård Mm -hmm. and that I like had like a, just like a small memory of, but like people were like, he's one of the best boyfriends blah 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 like all this stuff and then like she's they said clean is about him and like there's a bunch of songs that are about him and i'm like i have literally never heard any of these but like the comments were just like there were so many people talking about it have you heard things about alexander skarsgård no i thought clean was about her the trial and everything that she went through um that's what i thought Clean was about I mean, that seems like but I also I don't know. That, I'd be like, yeah. No, that's what I thought. I don't know if the I know she sang it to like commemorate, not to commemorate, but to like overcome. Like I'm pretty sure it was like a year after her trial ended. 
Right. She sang clean. And so maybe that's just why in my brain they associate with each other. I need to check the timeline to see if it even um, lines up. But no, I didn't hear that any of those songs were about him. Yeah, no, again, like everybody was like talking about Alexander Skarsgård all of a sudden. I was like, um, I don't know if I'm just like have no idea what's going on in this woman's life. But I mean, there's also an extent of that. Yeah, true. Very true. Especially at that point in my life. I yeah. wasn't like at that point, I was always a diehard Swifty, like for her music. And like my whole life, there has never been a year of my life where Taylor Swift was not my number one artist of the year, even when you couldn't track it. When I, from the time I had a hot pink iPod Nano, like Taylor Swift was on there and she's been my number one my entire existence. But I didn't really start paying attention like actually to her life until like, I feel like at the blackout. Like I knew the major yeah. headlines, but I feel like it was when she came back that I really started doing like deep dives. Like I always Crazy. knew who, who she was dating. I knew the big ones. I knew Harry. I knew Jake Gyllenhaal. Like I knew the main guys, but no, now I'm just like insane. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I feel like we had very similar trajectories there because I did. I mean, I would even argue that like when I was younger and like trying to be you know, a pick me kind of like, I was just like, Oh, I like Taylor Swift's music, but I don't know if I like her as a person. And you're just like, for what? Yeah. Like now I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. Obviously. No, but. I was like, let's go back to how insane of a child Swifty I was. If I had a crush on a boy, I would like call his voicemail and leave a voicemail with like the lyrics to I'd lie, but like change, change so, like, them. Fit <laughs> their favorite color or their eye color or their birthday like i was nuts and i thought is an unreleased yeah. taylor song i need I'm that hoping, song on Taylor's version. i was gonna say if it's not if i heard question mark and i lie are not on uh debut taylor's version i will riot because yeah. i mean for the rest of my life i have to we legally listen to these songs from youtube yeah no i i loved i'd lie I remember hearing that for the first time within like the last couple of years. Like I didn't really, like you said, like we, I was not really like into, into it that until, yeah, like I'd say like 2019, 2020. And cause it was just like, she'd been gone for so long that you kind of almost forgot about her. And then when she emerged, you were like, Oh my God, I want to know everything about you right now, yeah. you know? Cause it was so mysterious. And then she came out with these documentaries and even Joe was barely in them. And like, you want to know so much more about Joe and their relationship and like all this kind of stuff. So I, I was so happy we get these re-releases. I'm so happy because they are just really wonderful, well-written books. They really are. They really are. And I think they tell the whole story, um, like, of the full album. Hold on. Um, I need to get up for one second uh, to let my boyfriend in who is locked out of the apartment. Oh, yay. Brian's here. You guys missed it last week. But Brian also came in right after we finished our recording our episode last week and almost bombarded then. He bombarded a couple weeks ago. Um Brian is just very good at knowing when we're recording our podcast. Yes. <laughs> it's also my fault. So I'm like, come whenever. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I should have left it unlocked. But vault tracks. Yes. Let's rank these vault songs. And I'm not going to lie to you. It was very difficult for me to do this. 
like extra difficult extra i wish i have a clear 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 number one the yeah, other same. four the other four are all equal to me and like i hate the one that i have in last and i feel like you're gonna hate the one i have in last i told okay. robbie which one i had in last and he was ready to i feel but, like i have um, a feeling of what it is Okay, let's do. Are we going to start last first? Yes, yes. Okay, let's wait, tell me your last first because I'm so afraid. My number five vault, there's five, right? Yes. yes. My number five vault track is Suburban Legends. <sighs> okay, okay. Mine is So You Don't Go. Oh, that is not what I thought you were going to say. Yep. Yeah, no, no. And I wow. love it. I see. Don't, don't give me that because I love this song, but I just like all the others, just like a touch more. Interesting. And I feel I like we were going to have similar lists. No, I feel like mine is fucking absurd. Like Robbie <laughs> was like Jordan and I was like, I, it's my list. Like that's the, like, this is the order I listen them into the most. See, meanwhile, my number four, I was like, I can't believe I put this this low, but my two and three are like very equal to each other and i'm even struggling putting them in order right now in my brain but my I number have... four oh wait go my number four is slut our lists are so opposite i can feel yes i can feel it coming uh mine i have suburban legends at four okay okay fair fair you know i literally when i was like thinking about this in my brain i was just like how am I putting this song this low? Like, it is a stunningly beautiful song. And it is, like, not at all what anyone anticipated it to be either. Like, I was expecting this, like, synthy, kind of angsty, kind of, like... I was expecting a cuntier blank space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I definitely did. But then they were just, like, it was basically, it's, like... And now yeah, it's a love song. Me. Yeah, it's, like, well, people will call me a slut, but at the end, it's worth it because I'm with you. And you're just, like, ugh! Pop oh. queen, and yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy because this song was, I mean, written probably 10, 11 years ago now. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like it fits her life right now so much. Like, with everything she's going through with Travis, she hasn't had a very public relationship in seven years, eight years, because like okay. her and Joe were together for six, and she was kind of off the map, even like before that, a little bit. Um, and she has like, I, people have already been shitting on her for being with Travis and for doing this at the games and blaming the NFL for what she's just like, yeah. and now this song comes out and I'm like, this is so crazy. And I can just imagine Travis Kelsey, like bop into it. Like, yeah. ooh, ooh. I but no, it. it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So yeah, I have say, don't go suburban legends. You have suburban legends slut. Yes. Okay. All right. What's your three? My number three is Now That We Don't Talk, which is... Wait, same. Okay. Freaking so, bop. Freaking bop. But, like, I was also feeling, like, the depth of some of these songs. And, like, Now That We Don't Talk is very 1989 poppy. Like, it is. I also feel like it's too short. It is. All these songs were very short. Yes, but uh, I that one deserved, like, one more, like, punch in the gut version. I agree. And I it just agree. like stops. And I know she did that because it's a pop album and it's a perfect pop song in that way. But I was like, feed me a little more. Like, because mm. <laughs> yeah. I love the vibe. I love the vibe. No, um, it's it's a very good song. But wait, so what's your number two? <laughs> Say don't go. <laughs> what's my number two? 
Well, okay. So we kind of did a did a, a swap and swap of, of somewhat. And I'm but... so glad our number ones are the same because this may be one of the greatest songs she's ever written. I'm not exaggerating. It's officially in my top 10 of Taylor songs ever. This, it, it's a masterpiece. I literally texted Jordan a photo of myself mm-hmm. moments after I listened to like half of this song because I was like, because I also listened to it by myself. Michael was not home yet. Um, and I was sitting there and when she says, um, you know, you drove off the road, uh, white, red blood, white snow. White snow. That's, when it, that's when it started to click. Yes. 100%. That it was about Harry Styles. Yep. Well, we're also talking about Is It Over Now, in case we didn't even say that. I don't think we did. <laughs> we're talking about Is It Over Now, um, which is both of our number ones, which I yep. thought would happen. Yeah, I had a feeling. I think it should be everyone's number one. I it should. It's freaking. It amazing. just went number one on Billboard. Yeah, no, it's a, it's an incredible song. Perfect. But when I realizing it was about Harry, and then the rest of the lyrics that are just. <sighs> literally ripping him apart from the inside out and i sat there like she did us a favor in 2014 or 2015 by not putting this on the album because in my since i am a child of divorce we've been saying it for the last decade and we think this this song is literally what happens when your parents like have this amicable divorce they're like oh we still love each other but it just didn't work out and they tell you this when you're like six years old and then you grow up and you're drunk with your mom at dinner and she's like this is all the fucked up shit that your father did to me that is this song because literally we got like style and we were like oh they just like didn't work out but they're friends and they are friends now but like definitely did some sketchy shit back in 2014 yeah no listening back to this album or to the song, rather. No, to the full album. Okay. We'll go out and say that. Because <laughs> the more I listened to it, the more I realized that this woman was just like, one of the, the flaws of this man is that he can't fucking drive. And I'm going to put it in every, every fucking song. song. She brings was, it up like four times. I didn't even realize until listening through this that all you had to do was st- is stay. Mm-hmm was about harry because she says because you drove us off the road and in my brain i'm thinking like a metaphorical drove us off the road no 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 she's talking about how harry styles can't drive she wants everyone to know yeah she wants everyone to know that this man does not know how to operate a moving vehicle honestly have you seen him man definitely like you could tell just from his physical appearance man can't drive no 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 also just a quick side note um uh, and I wish you would. I did not know that she was saying, stand back where you stood. Me either. I thought it was stand back wasted. Stand back wasted. But if you like, when you like sing it and you like slur your words a little bit and they're like, stand back wasted. And you're just like, it sounds like wasted. I'm sorry. I am gonna sing stand. I know I can now acknowledge that I know the correct words. Um, however, I will not be singing them. <laughs> no, this woman, this woman has gotten very good at enunciating while she's singing because yes. in every re-record, I'm like, that's what she's saying. Yes. Like, no idea. I've but- learned a lot. I'm like, wow, it took me 10 years to figure <laughs> this out. Like <laughs> no, but literally, Harry Styles, like we really were like 
clowning around going, yeah, no, he's going to be on style. Like, no problem. Yeah, <laughs> no. This mm -hmm. was not the Harry collab um, that I was anticipating. And the fact that she saved it, I just think the song is like funny, like genuinely funny because it starts like kind of casual sure. and it starts like, like, Ooh, take out coffee. Like you can tell like there's some animosity, but like all of a sudden it's like, Oh, this song's about Harry. And then, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my, now she's jumping off buildings. Now like, she's jumping off buildings and calling him a lying <laughs> traitor. Also, we know this song was written models? in 20. No, literally. We know the song was written in 2014 because if this song was on Midnight's, it would have been fucking traitor <laughs> instead of lying traitor. A hundred percent. It doesn't even flow like fucking flows better than lying. No, I wish that were the words i know i want an explicit i want an is it over now explicit version i want a harry styles collab on is it over <laughs> yeah. fuck style let's get him on is it over now <laughs> and like he could say you know i was what is it i don't even know all the lyrics yet but she's just like you wanted my mouth until it said you were a lying traitor. Oh, like you dream of my mouth before it called you a lying traitor. Well, imagine if it's him singing that. He's just like, I dreamt of your mouth before it called me a lying traitor. Like, shut the fuck up. I would, my life would literally be over. The, yeah. I would feel like the parent trap. I'd be like, oh my God, my parents are getting back together. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, overall. I, they get better and better every time the re-releases come out. I'm all in all, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Is this episode over now? I think oh! so. Get it? See what I did there? Did miss it at first, but there you go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. And I'm still predicting reputation next. She's yep. going to claim her reputation. Then she's going to claim her name. I'm still convinced there's going to be a TS-11 sprinkled in somewhere. Um, but I'll choose to live in that delusion. If you guys like this episode, make sure to give us a thumbs up. Subscribe to us at the YouTube channel here. If you are listening on audio, give us a rating, follow. We are available wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms at the unsolicited underscore podcast, except for Twitter, where you can find us at Sam and Jordan. And we will be back next week. Oh my God, we will be back next we week. Will. I, I literally looked at Sam and I was like, are we going to be back next week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to be back next week and we will see you then. Thank you guys so much for listening. All right, everybody.